Hey, hi, hello there. Welcome back to the Gianna Podcast. It's me, Sarah Sodizi. And if you're new here, welcome. This is a podcast where I talk about random little things that I've learned in my 20-somethings and silly little funny little stories and opinions and think pieces that you probably don't want to hear but are going to listen to anyways. <laughs> for all my day one pals, hey, how's it going? Thanks for being so supportive. Like I said in previous episodes before, this is all over the place. I feel like my schedule is just so crazy that sometimes I feel like posting and then other times I don't feel like posting and then I say, no, wait, never mind. I do feel like posting and it just it just seems like my brain is just in all sorts. So I appreciate you for being super, super patient with me as I try to figure this whole thing out. In the time that I was away and was working on other things, I have been actively keeping up with my therapist. And I want to reiterate something is that if you're in therapy, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's a whole plethora of things wrong with you. I mean, you know, for some people that might be the case, but for other people, it might just be for you to have somebody to talk to about your problems without putting it all on the people that you're close to. Or it might just be that there's a specific challenge in your life that you're trying to, you know, jump over that hurdle. Therapy can be used for a number of different things. And I want to really, really make the point known that seeing a therapist is not a bad thing. And in in fact, in fact, on this show, we encourage it. So yes, as I was saying, (laughs) I'm actively working with my therapist to really challenge a lot of the negative thoughts that surround me a lot of the time that I tend to internalize even when those things that are being said that it's nobody saying them it's with it's me that's battling them it's me that's trying to uh, convince myself of something that is 110% not true so we've been trying to work on those things and she's been really great in giving me a lot of good strategies on how to quote, spark the joy back into your life and remind yourself of who you are and how wonderful and amazing and fantastic you are and to believe it at the same time because it's one thing to just say that you're awesome but then it's another thing to believe how awesome you are. And so this is what kind of inspired this week's episode where I want to talk about how to spark joy back in your life and whether that's a really bad breakup, whether that's like a romantic relationship or a friend breakup, or if it's just you feel like your life has no direction when it comes to your career, academics, overall life choices and goals and whatnot this is this is that type of episode where I want to talk about how to get yourself out of that funk a little bit and really apply certain things that might make you feel better I'm not a professional or anything like that so who's to say that any of this stuff is gonna work I know it's been working for me so I thought that I would just share the wealth share the knowledge because that's what good friends do and on this show we are good friends whether you like it or not (laughs) so before i start i'd like to give a message to anyone that's struggling with something or feels really down or feels really unsure of themselves hey howdy partner i've been there before and it really sucks I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. It really sucks to be in that place. And it sucks even more when you feel like you'll never get out of that place or you are very far away from getting to that place and you are required to be patient. 
Oh, my friend. Oh, my friend. I'm not saying that I know exactly what your situation is or what it's like and everything like that, but I do know (laughs) what it feels like to be in a very low place and feel like there's no way of crawling out of it or climbing out of it or however you see fit what, what, what the scenario is. I know what that's like, and I'm here to tell you that it does get better. It does, in fact, get better. It doesn't get better right away. But it eventually does get better. Now, without further frickin' ado, grab your tea, grab your cafecito, your amiga, your 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 mejorest amiga. Uh, translation, your bestest friend. Your abuela, your abuelo, your mommy, your papi, whoever you want to hang out with today. Even if that's just me. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Now, this one seems like a really trivial one. But if you're an avid social media user like me, I feel like this is one of those ones that really, like, you wouldn't believe how much this has helped me in the past, especially when it's one of those days, like, I'll give you an example, actually. I'll be having, like, a really hard day at work, a really hard, stressful, long-ass day at work, and sometimes I just need to laugh. I just need to laugh at something or someone, you know what I mean? I'll be coming back from work exhausted and just feeling the weight of what my day was or carrying the weight, I should say, carrying the weight of what was my very, very long and not so great day. And so usually what I do is I will open a specific folder of videos or pictures, memes, what what have you on Instagram or YouTube. Those are my two go-tos when it comes to like places that I want to just watch something funny. I'll go to these folders that I have pre-saved and pick whichever one in that folder will be the joke of the day or will make me laugh that day. I'll give you perfect examples of things, I'm really about to do this, of things that make me laugh in these folders. Now, I don't know why. I have absolutely no idea why. I think it's absolutely hysterical when animals are making like otherworldly noises. I don't know how to describe that. Like noises that aren't very natural for them to make. Because you know how like a cat will meow, a dog will bark, an elephant will go, you know, like they'll make regular sounds right but then that was i'm thinking about it that was a horrible elephant noise but you know what i mean like animals will make regular sounds so then when they deviate outside of that you're kind of like what in the world was that and so in this folder of many things that are funny to me but in this folder within this folder i have videos of animals making really unnatural sounds and there's one particular I'm already laughing. See, there's a, there's one particular video that will always make me laugh. If you want to search it on YouTube, you're more than welcome. I don't know where to find it on Instagram because I just randomly have it saved from a random account. But if you want to search this on YouTube, search <laughs> dog swallowing a flower sound. And I promise you... Okay, I can't guarantee you that it's going to make you laugh, but every single time I watch it, no matter how long it's been, how long it's been since I've seen the video, it never fails to make me laugh. It's just like, it's it's like a dry heave, like a human dry heaving, like going, <gasps> like, <gasps> like about to throw up, but like, it's just so, it's so funny to me. I'm sorry, like, I just, I... <laughs> 
go watch the video. Tell me if you laughed. If you didn't laugh, well, I don't know what to tell you. If you did laugh, well, then I guess you have the same sense of humor as me. There's also this other video that one of my friends in grad school showed me that made me absolutely lose my mind. That's within the similar, like, the, a similar vein. Still a dog making an unnatural sound, but instead he's going inside like this. I'm going to try and describe it to you as best as I can. You can also search this up on YouTube because that's where my friend found it is. <laughs> See, again, I have to set up the joke, but I'm already trying not to laugh. Okay, so there's a dog that's swimming in what looks like a pond. It's a little... Yeah, it looks like a pond. And I guess the dog swallows too much water and so and so the dog like ends up inhaling too much water and like you hear this like weird like noise of him absorbing all of that water and then just all of a sudden the dog the dog says rack <laughs> the dog says rack and i kid you not my friends go search up on youtube literally word for word dog says rack r-a-c and you'll know exactly what i'm talking about and i'm pretty like just now as i was reenacting that sound i'd say that i did it pretty well like i'm kind of proud of myself <laughs> for that <laughs> but animals making unnatural sounds is definitely like up there with 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 the list of things that will always make me laugh i know for some people like my partner I'm going to call him out or I'm going to throw him under the bus here is he likes watching kids fall or like young ones just like get injured somehow. I, I do see again me. I don't personally see that as funny because I get so concerned about the child after they get hurt. But for him, it's the most hysterical thing in the world. So that extends to anything. If you find something funny, like uh, I don't even know, like a dog playing baseball or a frog wearing a cute hat put it in the folder, put it in the folder, and it will make you laugh on a day where you're not feeling so great. This also kind of reminds me of another story that I have that I feel like a decent amount of my friends are familiar with, but if you're not, well, here it is. So I'm known in one of my group chats as, and this is what, this was voted. This was a popular vote. I don't want people coming for me that are in this specific group chat saying oh no 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 nobody yourself proclaiming that this was voted i have a group chat where i am considered to be the queen of memes because i have an entire folder an entire folder it should just be called the queen of folders at this point queen of folders queen of memes whatever <laughs> i have an entire folder dedicated to memes and the last i checked it there was about 600 images in there and I'm telling you out of those 600 images I can guarantee you I can find at least one one for my friend that's having a not so good a terrible no good day that just reminds me of that book Alexander and the no good very bad terrible day okay off topic off topic if, I, if one of my friends is having a terrible day I know at least one out of those 600 images that I have in my meme folder will make them laugh. So that kind of applies in the same way where if you know your friend is having a terrible day, send them a funny video, send them a funny meme. And hopefully, I pray that it'll make them feel better or it'll make you feel better. Because part of what I guess sparks joy for me, and I've come to learn this as I've talked to my therapist, is that part of what sparks joy for me is seeing my friends happy, seeing my family happy, seeing other people in general happy. And then 
in turn, that's what makes me happy. Now, that is not to say that that is my raison d'etre. The translation in French, that is my reason to be. <laughs> that, that does not mean that I only want to please others and I only want to, I will only be happy if I get to see other people happy. No, 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 no. A small part of me needs to be able to balance that out. And I'm, I'll admit that I'm working on it right now. But part of this exercise in sharing funny videos with yourself or with your friends will boost your will boost your happiness, will boost your serotonin, and make you feel so much better, dude. Okay, so this one I feel like won't be as popular with a lot of y'all because I know how difficult it can be to get out there and get some exercise. But this is what works for me, and this is what has been working for me for the last I don't know how long. But... I want to say that I actually started taking working out seriously after a horrible breakup. <laughs> isn't that how it all, isn't that how it all just ends up coming to be? I had a horrible breakup and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get in shape so that they can be jealous and they can be like, oh, wow, I shouldn't have dumped her because she looks fantastic. PSA, don't work out because you want to make somebody jealous. PSA, PSA, PSA. Work out because you want to take care of your body. Work out because you want to feel good about yourself. Work out for you. Do not work out for somebody else. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> I know how difficult it can be to get started and how difficult it can be or how daunting it can feel when it seems like everybody else is making progress and then you're just like kind of blobbing there and it's like, ugh, like what's the point? I'm not seeing any results. And I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of hit a slump that was within that kind of space where I saw that no progress was really being made on my part. And I honestly feel like it's just a matter of figuring out what works for you and not comparing yourself to X, Y, and Z. If you're feeling good about yourself, then that's 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 the only thing that matters. If you see some other person that's at the gym that's like going ham and doing like 10 billion reps and 10 billion sets and whatnot, and that makes them feel good, you shouldn't feel bad about that because again, that's what makes them feel good. That's what makes them feel confident. I would say for somebody that's also struggling or that kind of doesn't know where to start when it comes to getting that exercise that they need, I can guarantee you that everyone knows, everyone and their mom knows at least one spot in their area that they can just walk to. Whether that's a convenience store that's like down the street or I don't know, just a random trail. If you're if if you live in the GTA, I can guarantee you I can guarantee you that you know at least one spot where you can just walk to for like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. And I know that this has helped a lot of people as well to kind of get them started. I have a couple friends that weren't super into fitness or weren't super into exercising or anything like that, not even sports or anything like that. They got a an Apple Watch or they got some sort of step counter to see how many steps you can take in, in a week or how many you take in a month or even how many you take daily. I know that that works for a lot of people, especially people that really like to set goals for themselves. Me personally, I do like to set goals for myself. However, I don't want to see how many steps I've been making 
throughout the course of my entire day because then I feel like that just shows how much of a scatterbrain I am and how much I literally cannot sit still for more than like half an hour. (laughs) So that's not necessarily something that works for me, but I know that that's something that has worked for other people. But yeah, getting some exercise, getting out there and just breathing some fresh air. This sounds so cheesy. I know. I don't mean to sound like that motivational speaker that's like, if you just exercise and that's what make that's what will make you feel better. But truth, truthfully and honestly, again, guys, as somebody that used to just close herself off and live in her room for like a solid two months, for a solid two and a half months, I would live inside my room and I refused to get out there. And the only time I would get out was to go pee and to eat. <laughs> I'm telling you, Getting some exercise, getting some fresh air and releasing all of that cabin fever from your life will make you feel 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 times better. And if it doesn't, well, that just means that we need to find something else to spark joy in your life, doesn't it? So a couple episodes back, I talked about my relationship with food. And how it has changed over the course of my life. Just because when I was younger, when I was younger, I was really scared of getting fat. Really scared of getting fat and really scared of doing damage to my body. Which is ironic because that's kind of what I was doing in the process of being afraid of getting fat. So now that I look at food in a completely different light, one of my suggestions on how to spark joy back into your life is to eat something i know that sounds really simple and that sounds really dumb right oh sarah what are you talking about i eat all the time i always eat we're supposed to eat we're we're humans that's that's kind of like what we're supposed to do what are you talking about now let me kind of expand this idea a little bit because when i say eat something i'm talking to the people that will lay down in bed and not do anything and completely forget to eat And I say this because I used to be one of those people and I still continue to be one of those people sometimes, especially when I'm hyper focused on something for, you know, one, two, three hours at a time. Even sometimes when I record my podcast episodes, I will be going on and on and on and editing and editing and editing for, you know, a decent amount of time. And then I completely forget to eat and I'm like oh my gosh no wonder I've been feeling so moody no wonder I've been feeling so crappy no wonder my stomach's been making noises for the past two and a half hours (laughs) I have a tendency to do that and I always need to remind myself to eat something and another extension of this idea of how to spark joy back in your life and by, by doing that is by eating something I like to do this thing where once a month, sometimes more than once a month, let's be honest, but once a month, typically minimum once a month, I like to treat myself to a meal that I really, really enjoy. And that for me can be a plethora of things. And I'm sure for you, it can be a plethora of things, whether it's a healthy food, junk food, or even a particular snack. Let me tell y'all something, and a lot of my friends know this, is that I, and I think I talked about this actually on on a previous episode, is I, I eat Cheetos with chopsticks. I eat Cheetos with chopsticks. And it is the bane of my existence. It is the crown jewel of my life. 
it is an experience that not all will understand. I'm talking to you, my friend Asib, that does not understand why I use chopsticks to eat Cheetos. But anyways, I love eating Cheetos. And obviously, that's not something that I can eat every single day. Although, in a perfect world, in an ideal world, I probably would be eating Cheetos every day if I could. But point is, is that I love Cheetos. And when I do feel like treating myself, that that once a month or twice a month or three times a month when I do feel like treating myself I'll go to the convenience store and I'll buy myself a big ass bag of Cheetos and enjoy my life and it makes me feel so much better it sounds so weird to say because you're like uh hello like it's just a bag of chips like what could make you so happy about that but it could be literally anything my friends I know that I have friends out there that love eating ramen noodles like you know the little packets that you get from the dollar store or from the grocery store little packets with like the with the flavor packing and then you just add some water to it you boil it and all that fun stuff I know people that absolutely love those and that's what sparks the joy in their life or even people that just like chocolate people that like cake Dairy Queen ice cream cakes do I need to say more not my personal favorite however I know that there are enough people that will fight me and die on the hill that say that DQ ice cream cakes are the best thing to happen since sliced bread (laughs) but when you find things that you genuinely enjoy and you want to treat yourself to enjoy them enjoy them order it on uber eats order it on skip order it on doordash or any other service treat yourself that reminds me of that episode of parks and rec where they're like treat yourself because truthfully if you don't treat yourself then who will who will my friend All right, yo. Now for my last one, for my last trick, for my last magic trick, (laughs) I will suggest a quintessential thing that really helped me get out of a really bad funk that I had. And that is finding a new hobby, not something that you already enjoy doing. Because if you're like me, sometimes I'll start projects and I'll get really, really excited about them and then I'll forget about them for like months at a time. I'm asking or I'm suggesting for you to find a brand new hobby that might be similar to the thing that you already like, but get the more out of your comfort zone, the better, I'd say. I'll give you a solid, solid, solid example of how this helped me. All right, picture this. It's the year 2019. Sarah Sodizi, alone in her room, crying, the tears of a clown and not really seeing much of a point in enjoying anything (laughs) this sounds so dark and believe me it was a very dark period but we're okay now so i can talk about it but anyways yes back to that sad tears of a clown so i'm sitting there i'm pacing the room and i'm thinking what the heck is a girl to do out here in these streets or non-existent streets, I should say, because I was not spending much time in the streets. (laughs) I was thinking, where where has my life gone? What direction am I going in? I was going through a lot of life changes at the time, and I didn't really know how to deal with it or handle my emotions, so I kind of just was like, I'm not going to deal with them at all. So I was sitting there in my bed, and I remember seeing, I think it was like, an ad on Instagram or something that just reminded me of 
the fact that I really used to enjoy sports, but I hadn't been, I hadn't played in a very long time. I hadn't played since I was like in high school. And I remember seeing a sign up sheet or a sign up list where you could go play recreational sports. And I was like, hmm, okay, well, this is interesting, whatever. And it's funny because I had actually signed up for one in the past and it didn't work out because I just felt really self-conscious about playing with people that I didn't really know. And so I kind of just like would skip out on it all the time. But for some reason, something kind of kicked in me. And maybe that was just God telling me like, hey, get your ass off of the bed and do something with your life. Maybe, perhaps. Shout out to Jesus. He got me out of that place. I signed up to play in a women's soccer league. And I already did really enjoy soccer. But again, I was at a point in my life where I was just not enjoying anything really or really even finding reasons to get out of the house. And so I had kind of had to push myself a little bit to be like, all right, let's stop feeling sorry for ourselves and do this damn thing. So I signed up for it and it was on Sundays. So it kind of coordinated really well because I was working a nine to five at that time. And so I wouldn't have to worry about it being on a work work day or I didn't have to worry about it fitting into a schedule that was already jam packed with things. So. On Sundays, I started going to play soccer and I didn't know anybody that was on this team, mind you. And I know how overwhelming that can feel by just going into a scenario or a situation that you know nothing about or with people that you don't really know. And I know that you guys might think that my personality is very outgoing and is very like bubbly and like, well, I'd like to think so. But what I'm trying to say is that you probably think that I'm the first one to speak to everybody whenever I walk into a room. Eh, incorrect wrong (laughs) especially with how I was feeling at that time I would say that that idea was just not no chance not a single word was uttered from me when I showed up that day to play with everybody and it was exciting for me in a sense where I got to revisit a childhood memory of mine because I used to play soccer when I was younger like I said I used to play in high school and so something kind of sparked in me where I was like oh it'll feel it'll feel nice to do this again I'm sure but I don't know and I was really unsure of it but at the same time I was like low-key kind of excited about it anyways I show up to this this game and I walk up to the field and there's a couple girls sitting there that are all distributing the jerseys because it was our first game so we all had to get our jerseys and The captain says to me, oh, hey, you know, nice to meet you. I'm so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. What position do you play and how long have you been playing? Would you say that you're amateur or like a beginner? Would you say that you've been playing for a while? And we just kind of got to chatting. And it's interesting because even if you're an introvert, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, whatever, I feel like there's like a pivotal moment in your life when you start to realize, ah, this is the thing. This is the thing that I really enjoy. This is the thing that I can actually see myself really doing. And I feel like when I had that conversation, I know it sounds really dumb, but when I had that conversation with the captain and it just felt like a complete breath of fresh air, especially because at the time I was ignoring a lot of my friends. I was ignoring a lot of my family members trying to check up on me and stuff. I wanted just something new. I wanted to kind of... But I, I, I wanted to start from scratch 
And having people who didn't know who I was and didn't know what my past was, didn't know what my present was, having people that had no idea what was going on in my life really, it was refreshing to me because then I wouldn't have to worry about having to explain myself. I wouldn't have to worry about having to justify anything that I was doing. It just felt like I was there for one sole purpose and that was to play soccer with a bunch of other girls. And so we all distributed everything. We introduced ourselves to each other and we started playing together. And it was great because I'm telling you guys, I was not doing well at this time. I was not doing well. And I think when you find something, like I said, when you find something that you truly, truly can enjoy or you never even realize that you would enjoy again, I think that's where the joy starts to creep up on you and is like, hey, remember me? Hey, hey, hey. That's what I'm talking about. I know that you liked this at one point or I know that you would have liked this. It's a little voice inside your head that's telling you, hey, it's okay. You can enjoy this. Hey, it's okay. This is going to be fun. And whether that's my example is kind of a, a, a little bit less relatable because I guess like this was something that I already enjoyed at one point, but I stopped enjoying and then I started to re enjoy it again, if that makes any sense. But if it's a scenario like, Say, for example, I don't know, you really like watching a particular TV show, right? Think about if there's a book club for it. Think about if there is a movie club that likes to review the episodes of something, you know? The internet is such a crazy, crazy place, but it's also a very useful tool when you use it right. And I feel like when you start searching for people who have similar interests to you or even just a small little project that you can do yourself, you can literally make a blog and talk about your favorite episode of a particular show that you really like, you know, the possibilities are endless. But once you start finding a hobby, and like I said, if you get out of your comfort zone and find a hobby that's completely outside of the box or completely outside of what you normally would do, the joy will find its way back to you and hopefully that suggestion right there can be the one that really really sparks it that really really kicks it into high gear and is like hey hey there get out of that funk that you've been in for x amount of time and there you have it folks these are a little bit of the things that i like to use to spark joy in my life when i reach that point where I'm like, oh, what's the point? Oh, I feel like crap. Oh, 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 not today, not today. These are some of the things that I like to use and things that my therapist has been working with me to kind of incorporate into my life a lot more when it comes to thinking positively of myself or looking more on the bright side of things. It can be hard, especially with any kind of scenario that can hit you at any point, especially when it's unexpected, I should say. It, it can get really hard. It can get really hard to look look at things and be like, oh, where's the positive in this? Or how can I put a positive spin on this? And that's something that I'm trying to realize for myself. So I just want to tell you that you are not alone in that. We're working on sparking joy in our lives together, my friend. Well, well, well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Oh my gosh. Hello. She's an actress. She's an Academy Award winner. Hello. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at SoDeezy. And if nobody has told you how wonderful you are, well, hello, today's the day. You are absolutely wonderful, amazing, talented, smart, fantastic, and funny. Well, I don't know if you're funny. Let's reserve that one for me. <laughs> As always, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter, and God loves you so very much, my friend. Okay, bye.